Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, my bad. My internet kind of sucks today. Um, okay, John and Jim with you here. Special edition of the wrap-up show. Ken Rosenthal today at The Athletic reporting that Juan Soto, uh, it's really not a matter of if, but when he will be traded. Uh, John Heyman doubling down on that today in the New York Post as well, talking about potential suitors for Soto. And Juan Soto's days in San Diego could absolutely be numbered. So we're, we are here to talk about that over the next 35 minutes or so. John and Jim with you on a wrap-up show. Make your way in. Whether you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We really do appreciate your support of the channel. We will get to every single Super Chat here today. Uh, click the dollar sign below the chat box if you want to contribute with the Super Chat. Support the channel. And if you want to become a member, you can click join down below. But again, Ken Rosenthal today essentially stating that the Padres will trade Juan Soto. They have no other option as they look to lower payroll and add pitching at the same time. Um, and are we looking at the final, who knows, few days of Juan Soto, technically a San Diego Padre, Jim? We said this. <clears throat> AJ Preller said this. Um, everybody's been saying this, uh, but... When AJ Preller says, you know, we need pitching, uh, and probably the only way to do that is by trading Juan Soto. This is now to me, and it and it's always felt this way, honestly. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Um, when is it gonna happen? When is the domino gonna fall? Uh, I would expect the domino to fall. Fairly soon, and by fairly soon, I mean by at least the end of the winter meetings. Because, I mean, you got to make a decision here. You got to you got to do something. And if you keep Juan Soto, that makes things just harder for you to to accomplish. I don't want it to happen. I'm sure you don't want it to happen. I don't think anybody wants it to happen. But Preller has nobody to blame but himself. He's sitting yeah, they here. They put themselves in this mess. Yeah, he's sitting here probably like, oh, I don't want to trade Juan Soto. But, bro, you you have to look yourself in the mirror and realize that you made this move, and then you made the other moves after Juan Soto to prevent you from keeping Juan Soto for a full three seasons. Like, it is going to turn out to be such a horrible look on AJ and this front office when they trade Juan Soto. And just a year and a half ago, or maybe longer i don't know no not longer less than a year and a half ago they traded for him less than a year and a half ago you proclaimed that you were getting juan soto for three playoff runs and you got him for 
one. And a then huge miscalculation. Just, just a. Me- I mean, well, I don't think. Um, you know, I see a lot of people like talking about the Juan Soto trade and and everything, but I don't really think a lot of people are giving the right amount of criticism to AJ Preller for this. Well, okay. There's two ways to look at this. There's two ways to look at this. When they made the trade, it received overwhelming, universal, glowing reaction, right? I still would have done it. Right, that this is the trade that needed to be made. Now, what's transpired since is the team didn't perform in 2023. Obviously, their ownership is changing because of Peter Seidler's passing. And they didn't know if they could sustain this payroll. Even Eric Rupner said that a year ago, essentially, to Darren Smith and others. Like, this is a bit of a shot in the dark, and we don't know if this is sustainable or not. But they absolutely were counting on TV revenue and playoff revenue and having their owner around. And none of that is transpiring right now. And it's like you need to be honest with yourself and do what is in the best interest now of the organization. There's two questions for me. If Juan Soto is getting traded, here's the question. Are you moving him to maximize value and get the best possible return? Or are you attaching players like Jake Cronenworth or others to him, minimizing return, but gaining payroll flexibility to then use? That's the only question for me. If Juan Soto is being moved, is he being moved to maximize his return? That's what I would do. Or is he being moved to free up other capital as well? not get the return that you should get for him, but freeing up, he's 32, let's say. Let's say you free up Cronenworth, that's 10 a year. I'm making it up. Matt Carpenter, six. If you freed up not just 32, but made it 42 or 45, do you trust A.J. Preller and his staff to use that 45 effectively to bolster and better this team? I really don't. I'd rather get the best return possible for Juan Soto as opposed to attach like Jake Cronenworth to him. Yeah. Again, no... For me, I don't know how you can spin training Juan Soto here, even if you attached a Jake Cronenworth. Like it just all that's of also these a bad mo- look because yeah, that's all- your you know because that was your move, right? You signed him to an eighty million dollar contract, and now you're ended up you know desperately looking to trade him. I, I just every move that will be made this offseason, starting with <clears throat> Juan Soto probably be being traded is a self-inflicted wound. Like, th- these aren't moves to try to make... <clears throat> God dang. These aren't moves to try to make... Uh, like, we're trying to go make our team better. Like, you're doing these moves because you, you don't have the money. And you're doing these moves because uh, you you made your bed with other players. You've signed players to massive contracts that have now prevented you from keeping your core intact and your position player intact. And by doing that, you have to go out and you have to shed off players because uh, you can't build a roster without it. So this is all, it's it's a very frustrating situation and scenario. Um, if you're a Padres fan that you're sitting here thinking to yourself, like, we have to trade Juan Soto because why again? Because you Because AJ Preller put the Padres in this situation? Because this front office put the Padres in this situation. You know, I would have been totally fine in going into the Juan Soto trade a year and a half ago. 
I would have been fine. And I've already prepared myself. And I think a lot of Padres fans have prepared themselves. All right, two and a half seasons, three playoff runs. If we don't re-sign him after that, it's understandable because of the agent he has. And if we win a World Series in the next, you know, three, three years, who cares? It will be all worth it. And none of that even got close to happening. I feel, I mean, it's just, it, it, it feels like, you know, the criticism here for AJ isn't where it needs to be because of how he put this team in this position to do it in the first place. Here's the thing. 2022, they got reasonably close to the point that, you know, they're in the National League Championship Series tied at one game apiece. But that's as far as they got. And the other side of it, of course, has been really bad. I mean, you have to, you can't talk about 2022 and how good it was without talking about how disappointing 2023 was and what that could mean moving forward as well. There's only one place you need to turn right now. It is to the New York Yankees, who have the highest expectations in baseball, have the strongest desires to win. They have not won a World Series in 15 years, have a fruitful farm system. You need to turn to the Yankees who need to completely overwhelm you with their offer because of their desire, not just to get Soto, but to potentially um, sign him long-term. And it's going to cost $500 million. The Padres obviously don't have it. I mean, he could be in his final three days as technically a San Diego Padre or five days or seven days or whatever. The first call, and you know, the Yankees are already calling. You need to get the best possible offer from the New York Yankees because the New York Yankees are the type of team to overpay because of what it means to them to bolster their active roster. And to add Juan Soto with Aaron Judge, when you were disappointing a year ago as well, and you have resources the Padres don't have, that's the call. That's the move. Go get two or three of their top 100 overall prospects. Don't make it one and attach Matt Carpenter right, or Jay Cronenworth. Get three of them. Get three of their top 10 prospects, which are three of the top 100 in baseball. Put yourself in a position where you're better off long-term for making a move like this, but get a maximum return. Now, do I trust Preller to get that return, the right return, the right players? I don't know. I think he's got a mixed bag of results. Um, but I think I trust him more on the return from his scouting perspective than more than, hey, now you have an extra $10 million because you traded Jay Cronenworth, so now go get whomever to bolster your rotation. I'd prefer to maximize the return high end ceiling prospects and players that can help you in 2024 and beyond than to save another $8 million on carpenter or making it up or $10 million on Cronenworth per year. That's how I look at it. Remember what you said a year and a half ago at the trade deadline team that makes the trade wins the trade for Juan Soto. Like, Correct. So even with the high end prospects that you're talking about, even with the return that, you know, hopefully the Padres would get for Juan Soto, you're still you're still losing Juan Soto. You're still getting prospects back, potentially. On you know, we don't know any details of anything, even if they're even written on a piece of paper yet. But hypothetically speaking, you go out and you get uh, you know, Dominguez from the Yankees yeah, and another get me a real center fielder that can hit and then another prospect and then another, like a pitching prospect. I mean, is that good enough for you? I mean, you're still losing Juan Soto. Like can Dominguez turn into something like potentially? Yeah, he's a highly rated prospect. He's he's one of the highest rated prospects in baseball. 
Um, they're going to have to part ways with them. I mean, if, if they want Juan Soto, then they need to part ways with, who is it, the Volps of the world or Volpe? I don't even know how to say it. Jason Dominguez, obviously, you would think mm -hmm. would be included in that. I mean, he's a guy that already got big league time last year. He's only 20 years of age. You're right, but yeah. you don't have Juan Soto. But if they're going to part ways with Juan Soto regardless, whether it's today, tomorrow, or a year from today, the, the max you get out of Soto if you're the Padres is one year of service. They got one year of service out of him last year. He had a very nice year. It didn't, you know, create the end result the Padres were looking for. I think because you know you're not going to have him beyond one year. Again, I don't like it either. And I wouldn't, if you would have asked me six weeks ago, I, said, I would have said I wouldn't do it. But if I have no other choice and I have to do it, then I, I want max return. And I need yeah, to make I, sure I'm I'm working with the right team. And if I can get a future center fielder for Juan Soto and pitching help and free up salary, yeah. then that's the that's the hand I've been dealt, and I need to take advantage of it. Yeah, I don't I don't give a shit how high of a prospect Dominguez is. Um, I'm shooting for the moon here, and I see there's some Yankees fans in the chat here. I don't give a shit. Okay, yeah, you, uh, you I'm don't setting get Juan a bar. Soto without yeah, I'm setting a bar. Top prospect. I'm, right, I'm setting a bar, and I'm I'm going for the moon. And if you can't give me that, you're shit out of luck. Sorry. <laughs> like, then I'm there's not another team. Right. Then there's another team I'll go to that will give me their top prospect. So that's pretty much end of discussion for me if I'm AJ Preller. And that's what he should do, even though I uh, don't agree with him trading Juan Soto because he put himself in this mess. But I am no way in hell just giving away Juan Soto for like a, a Six players that aren't even close to the the prospect is that Dominguez is like no chance. Jason now. and to, to your point, I mean Jason Dominguez. Yankees fans are going to think this is the second coming of Mickey Mantle. He, he's a top one hundred prospect. He is not baseball's top prospect. He no. is not anywhere near baseball's top prospect. He is a very highly rated prospect. He the Padres have better prospects right now in their system than Jason Dominguez. He would rank among the better prospects in the system. He'd be one of their top three to five prospects in the system. He is not overwhelmingly baseball's best prospect. He's a top 50 caliber prospect, which is a very good player that could absolutely um, you know, work out well for the Padres. But if you're the New York Yankees, what's of more importance to you? Soto in his prime to try to win a World Series this year or Jason Dominguez? I mean, that's easy. And by the way, you might have a chance to keep Soto long-term. You want Juan Soto, age 25, 1,000 OPS, a Yankee stadium, or you want Jason Dominguez, who's had a cup of coffee in the major leagues and you have no clue what he's going to look like. And he certainly is not going to emulate Juan Soto's 2024. I can promise you that. When you make trades in any sport, well, maybe not football because football is weird. Like you can give us up a six-round draft pick for a guy and then he turns in to be really good. But anyway, but basketball, baseball, when you make trades, like they're going to hurt for the team trading for a player. Like, if I'm trading for a Juan Soto, like the Padres did a couple years ago, they didn't want to give up James Wood. That was, like, the last player they wanted to give up. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to give up Mackenzie Gore, okay? I'm sure they could have... They, they, I think C.J. Abrams and Robert Hassel, those two are two guys that they were okay giving away, right? Like, they weren't like, oh, no, like, the, the sky wasn't falling. But James Wood is a guy that... I know they were like, oh, having to trade him. But yeah, that's exactly. Thing, what, that's what happens in trades is when you trade, you are always going to feel it. Most likely you, you don't want to give up pl certain players. Okay. But 
that's that's just the way it goes. That's how trades. That's how it happens. The person trading, okay, it's always going to hurt. You don't ever see a team trade and be like, "We gave up absolutely freaking nothing for like an all-star player." It never happens that way. There's no way. It's hard enough to spin a trade like this to the Padres fan base, and you're not trading with the New York Yankees if you're not including Jason Dominguez, unless the Padres' goal is to free up payroll. If the Padres' goal is to attach Soto with Carpenter and Cronenworth or whomever else to make the math work and get this payroll well down under 200 in that 150 range where you then have payroll to spend on 2024, okay, well, if they're taking on Jay Cronenworth, you're not getting Jason Dominguez. If they're taking on Matt Carpenter, you're not getting Jason Dominguez. They're basically buying their way out of giving up prospects. I would argue the Padres should, should do the exact opposite, which is maximize your return. Because you need high-level, high-ceiling players coming back. You're nowhere near the top of the NL West. You're nowhere near the top of the National League. You need high-ceiling return. No guarantees. I understand it. But you need real return for a player of Soto's caliber. I mean, it, that's plain and simple for me. Yeah. And, and the reason why we're discussing this today is because, you know, Ken Rosenthal reported today that it's not a matter of if Juan Soto gets traded, it's who he gets traded to. Exact words, almost certain to be traded, both to ease the Padres' payroll burden and get them the pitching they desperately need. He goes on to say, he goes on to say the question is not whether Soto will be traded. The question is which team will acquire him. Ken Rosenthal, right. second on the baseball beat to Jeff Passan, yeah, who's been wrong before, but is often right as well. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I'm just going to say, hey, Adam King, I know you're just like a Yankees fan in here. Mute but, him. Mute him right now, but then you can ban him later. I mean, bro, chill. Dude, chill. Fuck like, out. Okay, we get it. You like the New York Yankees. Like, relax. It's November 20-whatever. Jesus. San Diego. Get a life. Um, okay, Mark Nimitz, thank you for your support of the wrap-up show. Um, longtime supporter, our title sponsor. He's been with us since day one. I've got all these insurance policies with Mark. Looking to add a car insurance policy with Mark as well. Homeowners, life, earthquake. He's a great insurance agent that can save you money on your insurance. He's a San Diegan and a lifelong Padre fan. Here's his website on screen. Click the link in the description down below. 
free quotes online, free quotes by calling Mark. He'll talk to you about the winter meetings. He'll talk to you about the Padres trade proposals. He loves talking Padres baseball. He loves saving his clients money on their insurance. He's got great service and communication. Last year, I had a claim in here. It saved us thousands of dollars and dozens of hours of time. I wouldn't have known where to even get started. Mark made the process simple and easy and took care of anything. So if you are looking for an insurance agent to take care of you and save you money, go with our title sponsor. If you support this channel, check him out. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Click that link in the description down below. Yeah, all this information is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to our buddy Mark, let him know that uh, John and Jeff from the wrap-up show sent you. All right, Richard, thank you for the first super of the day. Guys, if you are here, special morning edition of the wrap-up show. It appears as if Juan Soto will be traded potentially as soon as the winter meetings coming up next week in Nashville. If you want to contribute and support the channel, if you have a question or comment, you can click the dollar sign below the chat box like our buddy Richard Flores here, who says he's still a Dodger fan. Uh, Richard, thank you for the super. He says, trading Soto is a reality. The Padres need to come to grips here. The damage has been done. Use the return to fill in gaps. Ex-Dodger was a typo. Sorry for the false hope. All right. Thank you, Richard, for supporting the channel. He, he's likely right in terms of this is becoming a reality that A.J. Preller is dealing with. I'll tell you this. When we start John and Jim today at 3, the first thing we're playing is your question to A.J. Preller, which basically got the ball back rolling on this. You asked at the introductory press conference of Mike Schilt, what's the future of Juan Soto look like? And he was not committal, which – is a little interesting from A.J. Preller, who says nothing. He spoke glowingly of Soto and his position players, but recognized the need to add pitching. So he was non-committal. It only furthers reports like this that we've seen from Ken Rosenthal today. Yeah, and another reason to trade Soto now is like, I'm just looking at it from, from a positive standpoint, is because okay. you need to try to maximize the value of him at this very moment, hey, you get Juan Soto for a full season. Yeah, it's a you long try to time. trade him. You try to trade him at the deadline. You're not getting anywhere close to a top prospect. Agreed. I mean, you you might. You'll get a top prospect, but not the but same return. Be, but it will be much much harder. And usually, when you want to conduct big time trades, unless you're a cycle like AJ Preller, who can do it like overnight because he doesn't sleep. You know, having the time at the winter meetings in the off season to do it is the best so to maximize value right now you have i mean you have to do it now like you're not going to get the same value for juan soto in a trade that, at the trade deadline than you would now so that's Correct. why it's like yeah you're setting that bar and i don't give a shit what you say because i could because i mean technically they could still keep juan soto i mean there, there's nothing holding them back from keeping juan soto Right there, there's there's nobody directing them from Major League Baseball telling them that they have to trade Juan Soto. Like no one's saying they have to trade Juan Soto. The but, reason why they're they do because of the I mean, it, like your your point yesterday when I left the show, and you're 100 right. You can get creative, but unfortunately, there's not that much creativity with their payroll. No, that's what I mean. Is like you can 100 keep Juan Soto if you want, but then that means you're going to have to get as creative as you've ever gotten with with building out a roster because you of can the keep him if you want Pedro you Avila have. yeah you can keep him if you want Pedro Avila as your third starter right that's what I mean like like you can my point is John is you can keep him but then that means you have to become uber creative with everything else you do I'm not okay, saying I mean, that's impossible 
but it's it's definitely something that um i don't think the uh, i don't think is like impossible man these i i thought dodger fans were annoying oh yankee fans yankee are, fans are much more insufferable oh, yeah. dude he's look aiden oh yankee fan go get soto i muted you i'm gonna ban you in two seconds get a clue you don't have to say it every two seconds we get the point we, we have honest conversations about this if you watch the channel we're not here to say that this yankees can't trade for juan soto it might be more than likely at this point and we're talking about it so shut up that's why we're here we're talking about it right now um yeah listen i mean i don't think it's it's yankees or bus but i do think the first call is to cashman because i think that's the best possible return because they recognize that for their fan base coming off the year they just had they got to do it yeah. it's the organization that they are it's the franchise that they are it's world series or bust and every yankee fan in the world and the yankees organization recognizes you got a better chance to win with juan soto obviously and you can extend him out right. you can extend him you're the new york yankees so he's worth jason dominguez he's worth three top 10 prospects or two top 100 or three top 100 in baseball or whatever it is. But it doesn't mean it has to be the New York Yankees. And if someone overwhelms you with a better deal, I think you go back to the Yankees before accepting it because I think they're apt to potentially up their offer. But I want the best return. I don't care for you. And listen, I'm not trading him to the Dodgers. I'm not trading him to the Giants. There's no scenario in which I'm doing that. I want the best return. I'd prefer it to be the American League. I would consider National League outside of division if the offer is that much better. But I want the best deal, and I'm apt to move them because that's just the reality. If they've got 189 in payroll with Soto and they're not going to spend more than 200 and they've got holes everywhere, including in the rotation, then what choice are they going to have? Who's the most desperate team in baseball right now to get Juan Soto? New York Yankees. So you set your bar. And you play poker or whatever That's game right. you want to exactly right. analogy or whatever, like <laughs> whatever analogy you want to play, you play a game of chicken. Like, Hey, you want Juan Soto? You're giving me him. And if you don't give me him, then you're not getting Juan Soto. Like I have the piece you want. So you have to come to me. We're not meeting in the middle here. You're coming to me. All right. You're crossing that white line. If you're Brian Cashman and, and you're and you're AJ Preller talking to Brian Cashman, all right? There's the white line in the middle of the room. You either come in to me and you cross it and give me what I want because this is who you want, or we're not doing a deal and I'll go somewhere else. It's plain and simple. I can find 29 other teams that want Juan Soto and will give me what I want. Excuse me, 28. Because there's yeah, you're right, two there. If it's the Yankees and the Padres. Yeah, I got it. So <laughs> but I like that. So that's that's the stance. If I'm Preller, I need to have. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You are in control here, AJ. And I don't, I don't think he's going to be pushed around. I, I just don't see that. But that's the type of mentality that AJ needs to have going into this with Juan Soto. For whatever team he trades him to. It can't be a situation like, oh, man, we just have to trade Juan Soto to trade Juan Soto. Like, No, you're trading Juan Soto to get the most you can for him. Now you have to trade him. I mean, technically you kind of have to do it, right? Because you need to build out your roster, but you're not just trading him to get him off your team. Correct. No, that's that's spot on. I mean, again, there's only for me, there's one question. Like Oliver just said, what do you mean by almost certain? Well, those are the words of Ken Rosenthal, and nobody can guarantee anything. Ken Rosenthal yeah. is not AJ Preller. It takes two parties to make a trade, but his reporting says it's almost certain 
they would move Soto. So the question for me is the original question I posed 20 minutes ago. Do you want the best possible return for Juan Soto? Or do you want to minimize return and free up more payroll and attach bad contracts to him? Hey, Yankees, you want you Darvish? You know, is this a Soto and Darvish deal? Where now you're freeing up $100 million in future payroll for a 37-year-old who's finished the last two of the last three years injured? Mm-hmm. But it's a capable starter and is an easy sell for me if I'm Brian Cashman. Pitched cool. a lot of postseasons. Yeah. Can be a mid-tier, if not frontline starter when healthy. Um, now, now, again, that, that creates more problems in your rotation. But then again, are you counting on Darvish to give you 33 starts the next three years if you're the Padres going through age 40? I, I don't know if I can do that. But here's the problem when you start trying to attach other bad contracts. You lose that like prospect return uh, yeah and you lose the upper hand you don't then you can't say hey you need to cross that white line give me what i want in in order for you to get juan soto you've lost that you lost the bargaining ability once you try to attach you know bad contracts to a really good player to to try to get them off your hands so then you're going to lose the potential top prospect that you would have gotten back for just one soto now it's like like you said what do they what's their plan? What do they want to do? Do they want to just do they want to free up as much money as possible so they can go out and try to build a cohesive roster? Then you're not going to get the best return for Juan Soto because you're going to try to attach all of these bad contracts or a bad contract to Juan Soto and you're going to lose whatever you know, you know bargaining chip that you had. So it's like what do you want to do? I mean, these, these are the questions. I think those are the questions. Um, Those are the questions. Um, Okay, let's get to the superhero. Guys, if you're here, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We're here for the next 10 minutes. We got to hop on a meeting. We're back at 3 p.m. John and Jim right here on YouTube. Find John and Jim 760. What's that? Said we actually have a meeting today. Oh, yeah. I forced us onto a meeting last week that didn't exist, but we have one today um zach thank you for the super if you want to contribute to the channel if you have a question or comment click the dollar sign below the chat box we do appreciate your support zach says just hopping in but if we're able to get lee i assume we're talking about jung hu lee then i think it's a done deal that soto's gone what are your thoughts interesting so lee's an outfielder 25 kbo all-star caliber we don't know how quickly translates to the major leagues rumored to get five years 50 million now jason dominguez could be a potential outfielder outfielder in the return for Juan Soto, and I want both, is what I would say. But I think it's a good point that if you can add a player of Jung Hu Lee's caliber, easier said than done, 20 teams will be in on him, mm-hmm. but you get him for much less than Juan Soto, and you move Soto. Um, well, you still don't have Juan Soto, you have Jung Ho Lee, who's got a high upside, but that's an interesting way to look at it. Like, if you could, if you're outfield in 2024, Jim, and again, this is a bit of a theoretical. <laughs> But was Jung-Hoo Lee, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Jason Dominguez? I mean, you feel really good about your future. I know that. Yeah, it's still not as good to me as a Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., and whoever else in center field. Is it, though? Whoever else? Whoever else? So you're telling me so, but I'm saying do Lee and Dominguez long-term equal Grisham and Soto for one year? That's a, I think that's for- a reasonable question. Oh, for yeah, well, I I one hundred percent agree with you. Well, Long term, 
I think you would because you're not getting Juan Soto past one one more year. Correct. So then after Juan Soto leaves, then who's your outfield? And you're like, uh but if you told me like Dominguez, Lee, Tatis, in any area you you know, any combination you want, long term, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely like really, really intriguing for sure. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. You're saying, yeah, I no, I'm with you on 2024. Of course I want Soto. I think Soto yeah. and anyone is better than the other options. Yeah, the, next year, if you're next you don't year. have an outfield, yeah, next year if you have like, an outfield, shit, they're of, not good. They weren't yeah. good in 2023, and the roster's worse in 2024. Right. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you're you're gonna lose a top five player potentially. You're you're gonna you've, you're gonna lose your Cy Young. You're gonna lose the best closer in the game. Um, you lost. I I still think Bob Melvin is is a top ten manager in baseball. Yes, okay. they downgraded manager. They, they've lost 700 innings. If you add up the innings of all these dudes. Waka Lugo. I yes, mean. Martinez. It's 700 innings. How do you replace 700 innings without even making this move? That, that's why this is happening. It's almost like a, a must. Unless we're crazy. I mean, unless they, I don't know, hunker down, so to speak, and come up with a plan but I don't think that plan makes makes sense to win in 2024 either. And you're still screwed in 2025 because you don't have Juan Soto. So if your plan in 2024 is hunker down, pitch Matt Waldron and Pedro Avila, you're no better off. And then in 2025, you don't have Juan Soto. Ryan asked this question, and it's a good one. I mean, great question. You hate asking it because, like, it still sucks that Peter's gone. Um, but it's a legitimate question. He asked, would we, would we still be discussing this if Peter Seidler were still here? Um, I, st- I, I still think, yes, we would still be talking about a, a Juan Soto trade because nothing was changing. Like it, it, The percentage of, of things being different would, yes, be obviously greater, like Juan Soto staying here, but at the same time, they were still dealing with money issues. They were still dealing with the payroll problem. They were still, de- they were still dealing with... Um, a TV revenue problem, you know, like they're still de- dealing with the tax problem. Like there's all this stuff here, a roster problem. Like the roster was not going to be any different, you know, it's going to be the same. It was the same now as it was two weeks ago mm-hmm. with a lot of problems and holes. No, it's a good uh, point. I mean, we'll never know the true answer, but I agree with you. I, th- I yeah. think the organizational plans are likely very comparable to what they were two weeks ago. Yeah. Would be my guess. Maybe slightly different. Right. Maybe. But I don't think much different is my point. I mean, th- this Eric Kitsenda cat <laughs> had worked with Peter Seidler for 30 years. So it, I would envision that he'd be pretty aligned philosophically. I don't know about dollars and cents, but Peter clearly played a role in Eric Kitsenda accepting this role. This isn't some rando with no familiarity to the Seidlers. This is someone that worked with him for 30 years. Yeah. Now we'll see, you know, if he's comparable in terms of his appeal or his abilities or his purse strings. But I'd be surprised if his plan was differing in a 180 degree turn from Peter Seidler's two weeks later. Right. You know, because, Um, yeah. All right, let's get to this real quick. Our friends at Aura, guys, if you are here, please subscribe and please support our partners, including 
a great company, Aura, ORA.organic, plant-based nutritional supplement company. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan. Anna San Diego, and they have offices right here at Liberty Station. We're about to hit the new year. If you're looking to get healthier, this is great for the holidays. They have the products for you. They're all plant-based, best on the market, including a probiotic I take every day. Men out there, you should be taking a probiotic for digestion, for heart health, for mental health. I've been taking one every day from Aura for over a year and a half. I've been taking a probiotic in general for 10 years. It's the best I've ever taken. They have pre-workout supplements as well. They have proteins for after workouts. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking fish oils, you should take an omega-3 oil from Aura. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and more. Great, great company. Great, great people. Huge Padres fans. Big supporters of this channel. If you support our channel, if you're looking to get healthier, check them out. Click the link in the description down below. Yeah, go to Aura right now, pick up some supplements. Uh, they're all organic, plant-based, healthiest on the market. Go try them out right now, www.ora.organic. When you pick up some supplements, try them out, and uh, you'll thank us later. Join us today at 3 p.m. Pacific on YouTube, San Diego Sports 760, or the iHeartRadio app. Search for John and Jim 760 on YouTube. Find our channel. Much more on this coming up today at 3 p.m. Kyle Glazer, Baseball America. Great baseball resource for Padres fans, Yankees fans, and more will join us at 3.30. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Aura, Underdog Fantasy. Click the link in the description down below. Use promo code PODSWRAP. The best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code PODSWRAP. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Subscribe, smash the like button. Thank you for the super thanks. If you're here on replay for Jim, I'm John. We'll see you at 3 p.m. Pacific with much more on Juan Soto potentially being dealt sooner rather than later. This has been the wrap-up show. Thanks, guys. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program.